The curtain opens. The lights go up. Those first few notes of magic. The crew that brings it all to you is here to share the story of what it's like to be in the wings. This is Show Call. Hey everybody, welcome to Show Call. I'm your host, Chad Allen. With me today is Joe Cole, owner of R90 Lighting. How you doing, Joe? Good. How are you? I'm doing great, all things considered. Yeah. Welcome to Show Call. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> if this is your first podcast, is this your first podcast? First episode. Oh, okay. First one. episode. It's not yeah. my have, first have, But podcast. have you done a, a podcast before? I have. Yep. Oh, okay. So you're, you're, you, you know what you're doing. Sometimes, mostly, but there, there's times where I'm, I have no idea. Fair I've enough. Done hundreds of these episodes, and I still there's times where I have the, something throws me for <laughs> throws a curveball. That, that's a very good example, I think, of, of the entertainment industry as a mm. whole. I mean, we're we're all yeah. we're all professionals, right? But then if you mm. if you really tag anyone at the top of any of these major shows, they're kind of like, dude, I'm making it up. Yeah. <laughs> <Shh>. <laughs> that's kind of the fun part about working these shows too is there's always something different yeah i mean that's there's always that's, a challenge it's a beautiful thing about the industry is, yeah. is you know more and more owning the company i get stuck behind a desk and like sitting in the cubicle but mm-hmm. man on, on site the like the 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 whatever can go wrong goes wrong and then you have to figure out a solution and, and yeah. that's that's what i thrive on that's that's yeah. my my driving force is i'll do anything to get out of that damn office yeah <laughs> yeah put me on so- site so you own R90 Lighting in uh, Seattle? Yes, that is correct. Okay, so when when did that come about? Um, that that was a that was a really long uh, a progression, and uh, I I I started as a as a God. I worked for a, a couple companies in town when I first moved here. 15, six, 17 years ago now. Wow. Seven, so seventeen years ago, I picked up and left uh, the state of Arkansas and moved to. Seattle, Washington, and uh, I um, fr- I worked for a couple companies in town. I freelanced a little bit, and then slowly I, I got into doing more AV work. Was doing freelance AV work, and uh, it it was a time when the LED wasn't really prevalent and, and wasn't everywhere. And so we 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 were trying to get more LEDs on site with these AV shows who were still using parkans to do uplighting. I was like, man, you know, they have these LEDs now that'll change any color and we don't have to change gel and we don't have to worry about power. And everyone was like, oh, but they're so expensive. Nobody can afford that. And, and even even at the time, like uh, Christie, who's the, the biggest national company in town, they, they, they had maybe 24 fixtures that were always out. And so I... Yeah, man, I, I, I swore I'd never own gear again. I, I, I have a, a previous life in Arkansas where I, I was a gear owner. I had a company there, and it was it, – it's it's a long, different story. But the uh, the R90 story is basically I bought some LEDs because no one else wanted wow. to, and no one else yeah. wanted to pony up the money. And I saw a rental market – or a, I, saw an, I, I saw an opening for it, and I, I bought LEDs. And we started renting our LEDs out to all the AV companies who were doing these – like the shows at the Maiden Bower and – and all these other little ballroom shows, we were like, "Hey, you know, we've got we've got LEDs." So I bought a pallet of, of cheap Chinese LED crap. And uh, so at that time, so at that time, you had those LEDs. How many of you were together, like 
oh man. Did you have a staff yet? Or no, was it, was no, it just it, it you? It was literally, and it, it, R90 didn't officially start for years. So I, I was I was literally freelancing. I had the LEDs in the back in, in my garage in Ballard. Uh, I lived on 8th Avenue in Ballard, and I, and I had a. Uh, <laughs> Oh yeah, we we had a garage, and first it had a few LEDs in it with a couple road cases, and and, and then it had a hog, uh, a hog 500 in it, and, and then it had some other stuff, and then I got more and more gear, and oh, uh, it just kind of, uh, um, it, it, it's like putting bunnies in a uh, in a in mm-hmm. a in a cage together. It just somehow magically propagates, and, yeah. and suddenly you have more bunnies, and, and you, first you, you start buying gear, and then suddenly you're like, oh, look at this eBay deal. Yeah. Man, <laughs> damn. I'm like, only, only, do I have an extra 500 bucks? Yeah, I'm going to pick this up, because I can rent it out. And <laughs> it, it, it's, I don't know, maybe it's hoarding with a purpose. Yeah. Right? So. Well, yeah, because now you're in this gigantic warehouse. Yeah. Which yeah. is one so of the it, most badass rock and roll looking warehouses you'll ever see, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. We wish we wish you viewers at home could see, and and you can actually. Uh, Sessions in Place has done a uh, a shoot here recently. Mm-hmm. If uh, if anyone wants to Google up a, a, a live stream that's not from somebody's couch, yep, which is always exciting these Very days. Very cool. Um, anyway, yeah, we 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 started with that, and our R90 started a uh, five or six years after after I bought those, and it you know I was originally going by Joe Cole Lights, and it worked for Huntley Christie. But at some point, I I started realizing that when I when I had the name Joe Colites, people expected me to be at every single show holding their hand. Yeah. And so that I I was getting clients who were like, you know, I, I hired you because you know what you're doing, and like you're you're telling me you're not going to be there, and I'm like, no, no, but but like this guy's just this guy's just as good. He's going to handle your show. Like, don't worry about it. Like, I, I I'm backing the show, and and it, explaining that over and over again got got problematic and mm-hmm. at one point I just was like you know I, we need to I need to pull my name personally out of the company name so it becomes more of a, a, a legitimate company and, and it, yeah. like, honestly like I have a lot of respect for Huntley with how he how he managed to create this na- international now empire with his name still attached yeah and th- there's a couple people like that there's a, there's mm-hmm. like um, well, not four wall, obviously, and not well. I don't know. There, yeah. there, I can't. I'm, my my mind's blank on that right now. So when you're when you're doing lighting at a show, you, I mean, just so everybody knows, you're talking about the lights that light up the show. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Specifically. That's, well, you know, yeah. Originally, that's that's what I did, and uh, that mm-hmm. that's devolved or evolved. Yeah, uh, I, you can look at it both ways. It mm-hmm. kind of has devolved and evolved simultaneously. So we 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 now handle like look at like watershed. I mean we're we, we're yes we're 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 in the we're on the stage doing the lights for the the stage and the mm-hmm. musical performance. But at the same time, the even you know don't tell anyone, but the bigger contract out there is doing all the the side stuff and like yeah. like lighting up the the tents and the w sign and the campground yeah. and the silent disco and providing festoons for the mm-hmm. uh, country water station and, and yeah. the, the vip platform is a huge contract so yeah yeah it's it's more just um it's almost more environmental mm-hmm. at this point it's not just yeah. about the stage yeah. and that, that's that's something that design wise i've always been interested in was uh breaking the fourth wall because I, I I come from a theater background. I have a, a degree in I have I have a bachelor's degree in drama. 
Really? In it, actual yeah, acting? Yeah, I, yeah. No, well, no, no, not, not in acting. I actually, I, I specialized in technical theater. Um, I, I took some acting classes. Uh, I took a directing class. It was, it was fun. It was mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. And, uh, I, yeah, I just, you know, the, the theater is an interesting world. And uh, I, I co- college theater is an academic theater is, is a, a totally mm-hmm. different world than live production. And there, there are so many people in live, live event production that, you know, yeah. thrive in this environment, but, but know absolutely nothing about theatrical lighting. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's uh, not to not to downplay theatrical lighting, but I think theater people sometimes get stuck in a box of their, they're so obsessed with the theater as, as a whole that they're, they don't think, wow, you know, if I put some lights out in the back of the audience, that might be pretty cool too. Yeah. yeah. And, and at a concert you have yeah, some room yeah, to, exactly. it, you know, you get that room to play and, and yeah. there's, there's not really rules. And in fact, mm-hmm. like the best rule is to break all the rules Yeah, in a way. Yeah. Yeah. You've done a lot of, uh, a lot of crazy things that I, I, I just was like, holy shit. Oh man, <laughs> this is Joe's lighting company. Too. <laughs> I, I think, in a way, I've gotten really lucky as as a designer that like mm-hmm. I, we 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 tried to do some crazy stuff and it's always worked. Yeah. in a really weird way. Yeah, I mean, I think we're we're always one one crazy idea away from complete failure. Yeah. where we, you know, we're, we're always trying to break new ground. We're always trying yeah. to do this crazy thing because nobody's ever done it, but we think it'll work. Yeah. And, and every time I think I've done everything crazy that I can possibly think of, suddenly here comes something new and it's like, <laughs> wow, can we, whoa, if we hang this 5,000 pound ball in the middle of Wamu theater and put video <laughs> over it, yeah. Okay. Wait. If we if we split the load across these like three beams, then oh no, we'll have to do it across four beams. Oh, yeah. it'll work. It'll work. And, <laughs> and then there 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 we end up at a at a some fancy company holiday party. Yeah. Which has nothing to do with rock and roll, but it's uh it's work. It's work, <laughs> and, and it's it's at the end. I think our our best work has come from crazy scenarios. I mean, st- yeah. e- even within rock and roll, uh, stepping into like the EDM market. Mm-hmm. And doing doing all the work with USC, uh, the the EDM market is allows you even more creative freedom. That's some of the craziest lights I've ever seen. Well, yeah, you know, I mean, and and you know, it's it's let's be frank, like DJs are, it's a dude with a MacBook, it's a dude with two <laughs> MacBooks, and uh, you know, he's not like grabbing the MacBook and jumping up on the sub and doing a guitar solo while like spitting fire into the audience, like that that <laughs> rock and roll, that that's rock and roll, like. Yeah. It, 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 you know, like Skrillex. I think Skrillex comes close to being rock and roll. Like yeah, him and, and maybe like uh, uh, Zed's dad. Like that, yeah. that, that whole clique of yeah. people who are kind of like, even his logo I, I is very like Pretty metal. Lights. Pretty Lights brings musicians with him and, and yeah. has the lasers. Yeah, and, and there's, there's I've seen, um, is it Hyper, Hyper Crush? Hyper Funk? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> where they, they're actually playing like 80s, 80s yep. keytars yeah. and like rocking out. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. wow, this, this is great. But yeah, man, most of the DJs it, is... And and to be fair, holy crap! It takes a lot of talent to be stuck in a booth with two laptops and still entertain twenty thousand people. Have like, control over a crowd of yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's that's an amazing talent of its own. But but at the end of the day, I think a, a lot of that that draws because we we have to add so much production value. Yeah, and so the production value ups, and and that that in, increases the draw. Yeah, where like you know, w- would you go watch? I don't know who would you go watch um uh Avicii yeah 
if if it was just a dude like at, at a wedding. Right. right. Like, good point. Yeah. Would you? I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, obviously yeah. he's he's you know rest rest in peace, right? But uh, you know. W- would you pay attention to that guy? Would you be like, dude, I requested that song from the wedding singer like 20 minutes ago, man. I <laughs> yeah. gave you 20 bucks. Shut the fuck up and play my song. So explain to me your when you're at a show, what does a day look like for, for Joe Cole? Oh, man. Uh, um, uh, Joe Cole 10 years ago? Joe Cole five years ago? Or I, I'd say yesterday, but that didn't happen. Yeah. What? I would say a recent, like your most current Joe Cole, obviously before the pandemic, like last summer, what did last summer, an average day at a show last summer look like for you? Oh, it's, it's a lot of, anymore, it's all, it's all just client management and, and solving little problems here and there. And, and uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> a, yeah. a lot of it's my own fault. You know, a lot of it's like, oh crap, Rashid, ah, you know what? I forgot to mention the client asked if uh, we could put a, uh, a light in the tent for the, the, uh, the bartender. Um, Which I appreciate, by the yeah, way. Yeah, you're welcome. And uh, <laughs> it's just the, all the little things. Like I was in that meeting, and I remember, I remember this. And suddenly it's five o'clock, and the and the show is starting. And I'm like, crap! I need a light for the bartender. I totally forgot. I spaced. I was going to do that. And you know, uh, more and more and more, we've got more people. Like I, I bring people to meetings now to write stuff down because I'm terrible at writing stuff down. Uh, but yeah, that that's the 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 day to day of of the show now is uh, you know I. I I guess I, I show up and kind of, or anything, just show face and try to solve little problems. And there, there's make sure those lights get make sure those lights, and, make sure those lights running. go up. And you yeah. know, even that's that's really our ME's job, and that that's our designer's job, and our lead's job, and and they do an amazing job. But you know, yeah, every once in a while, there's there's stuff that there's stuff that pops up, and it, it's it's always some random thing. And yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm like I said earlier, I think I thrive on on solving problems. Yeah. For people, and and so. You know, I'm sitting there at production, and I'm like, "Wait, you need someone to jump a golf cart? Yeah. Oh, I got an idea. Yeah. I'll get the forklift." Yeah. Is there a show uh, that sticks out in your mind? Um, I mean, there, there's a lot of shows that stick out for different ways. There, yeah. uh, every 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 show is a little different. There's there's been some killer killer shows. Uh, there there's you know the the first Paradiso was really uh, probably one that really sticks out in my mind. Yeah. Um, in all in all positive light, um, mm-hmm. there's certainly plenty of war stories I could tell you yeah. of that time with. Uh, <laughs> uh, in, in some of those subsequent Paradisos, you know, Paradiso yeah. four or five or whatever it was, we mm-hmm. like stuck there with high wind situations, yeah. trying to hang scrims and. Yeah, and you're talking about at the gorge. High yeah. Winds. Oh yeah, yeah, the yeah. The gorge yeah. amphitheater. Out at the gorge. Yeah. You know, we 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 got this great design and we have scrims and the, the mm-hmm. scrims are rated and yep. windproof, but that really doesn't mean anything when you're in an 80 foot boom lift trying to attach it to a scaff because yeah, yeah it's, it's rated and we've done the engineering and it'll work. The problem is getting it to get to that point where it's going to work is, yeah. is, uh, is, is something that everyone was kind of like, Oh, we'll wait till five when the wind dies down, hopefully. And has to, what is the rule out there? It has to die down for 30 minutes below uh, 40 miles an hour or something like that for 30 minutes before you can continue. Yeah. Is well, that the, even, even with, uh, that's ooh, a thing. I think, sorry, e- even with, um, it, yeah. Oh man. And it's, well, it's been a whole year now since I've been out there. So yeah. my, my memory is yes. kind of fuzzy. Uh, right. But yeah, yeah. Once you're, 
even in, in building like a, a, a structure that's already built can handle a 40 mile an hour sustained wind yeah. and that's about the point we evacuate mm -hmm. because it, it it can handle a, a, a little bit more yeah. but then it starts it starts getting really scary but w yeah. when you're building the structure like a 40 mile an hour wind is not something you want to be in an 80 foot boom lift during I don't know how you guys it's, uh, do that. I'm always glad I'm just serving booze or cooking food. And I see you guys like, climbing those rafters and especially up at the gorge because when they're, especially like the wind watch people. Oh yeah. You guys are up there climbing around and the, how tall is that stage from the ground to, and I think like what a lot of people don't understand is when you're at the top, you still have, how far is that cliff? How far is that drop? Oh, so, yeah. Off, well, off the backside, man, it's probably uh, after the drop off on the back, it's probably 120 feet. Yeah. Straight down into rattlesnake filled. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like some wily coyote crap. Probably right down the, there. the best scene you're going to get at the gorge, but I there's no way. Right. I'm well, you know, you know how we we get the courage to do that, right? There's a thing called liquid courage, Chad. Is it? Oh, it's, oh, my! Oh, so I do right. contribute to you. not not to out all of the fine riggers uh, yeah. who climb at the gorge, but no, that that's not true. Everyone, everyone out no. there is very safe. Yeah, but we, yeah, we do appreciate really the beverages afterwards. <laughs> it's my pleasure. So, what is your favorite venue? Is there a, is there a venue that sticks out to you that you're just like, hell yeah, we're going there. I would say the gorge at one point was probably my favorite venue. Mm -hmm. um, I think at this point it, it's more it, it's anything new because we we've all I mean we've all lived at the gorge for years. Yeah, and it it was a lot of fun. It was yeah. great. It's still a beautiful venue. It's a wonderful venue. It's a lot of fun. But the the more time has gone on, the more security measures they put in place, and with good reason. But it's just yeah. kind of taken some of the some of the piratey rock and roll fun yeah. out of everything. I mean, there, there are stories I probably shouldn't tell you about things that used to happen at the gorge back in the day. Well, hopefully you'll come back and as this thing yeah, gets going. Right. Well, but now, now none of that, none of that is okay anymore because we had to crack down and people got hurt. And yeah. It was I don't fun. know who did it, but somebody turned a, a golf cart into a Mad Max because the place is very Mad Max. Yeah. Uh, was that you? No. Um, <laughs> It seems like I, they had the spikes. They had the. Um, <laughs> it lasted about as long as coming down the hill and turning. And the promoter was like, "Nope." Yeah, and then they, yeah. and then back up the hill it went. But I saw it I, do I, that. Loop. I can confirm. Uh, th there's also been a. Uh, uh, so I can confirm that the pipe for the Mad Max uh, golf cart did yep. come from uh, R90's stock. At, at <laughs> I knew stage. you had something to do with that. I, I may have had something to do with that. Um, the the golf cart itself was not a gorge golf cart, yeah. and uh, there, there there are other instances. There's um, uh, we used to have golf cart races. <laughs> did, did you ever did you ever race golf carts with us? I, I can neither confirm nor deny. Yeah, of golf course. cart. No, no one no one wants to confirm, right? <laughs> I don't know who's gonna listen to this. So I'm <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Joe. I don't. We don't do those. No, we don't. We don't do that. Caterers ever. don't um, ever get no, into trouble no, or no, party. Or... No, no fun there. Um, <laughs> I go straight to bed when my every, bartending every gig is over. At four in the morning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, two, two, two thirty, because we shut yeah. the bar down at, at two. Strictly per state. <laughs> Law. Yes, Absolutely. that's right. One forty-five is last call. Let's just say that after they put those handrails in, yeah, that, that were just a little bit narrower than mm -hmm. golf carts, it yeah. was not as much fun. Yeah, I yeah. agree. 
Not that I would know. Not, not that either of us would know. Yeah, yeah Mad, Mad Max Kart, and you know, there, there were ah, so much fun. I, I think the my my new favorite from last year was Thing Festival. Actually, I missed that one. You, yeah, you didn't, you didn't come that, out. That was in um, Port Townsend. Port Townsend, yeah. Yeah, now which I was, which is it? Um, yeah, it's it's got a little bit of. Uh, it's a state park, so it's not private property. Okay. So it's got a few more, it's got a few more rules built in. But but the crew and everyone was fun. It was a new festival. It was really fresh. And uh, yeah. I, I think uh, well, Adam Zacks was the promoter who used who to do Sasquatch. Yeah. yeah, and that was that was always one of the better festivals was Sasquatch. That was my favorite. Yeah, I miss right? it so much. And it I think was... it, it really marketed to people in our demographic. Yeah, just in, in terms of artists, if anything else. Exactly. So, so like thing was the headliners were like Violent Femmes and De La Soul. Yeah, <laughs> like, I love it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is the last show that you worked? Uh, the last. Um, well, I've put some pipe into some tents outside of card rooms, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't call that a show. Yeah. And that, that's been kind of our our saving grace through the pandemic is uh, ca- card rooms uh, are also illegal. So now every uh, – or indoor oh. card rooms oh. are – Really? Well, just for, for COVID, right? Oh, gotcha. It, so indoor, yeah. indoor yeah. card rooms are, are banned because of COVID. And not the large casinos and the ones on reservation are, are yeah. doing their own thing. And, and mm-hmm. I think the large casinos are fine because at the end of the day – um, fun fact: Casinos, like those large casinos, yeah. have the most amazing air handling systems in them. Like they're better than really probably NASA, right? Because they 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 had enough people complaining about smoke, yeah. But they had enough people that wanted to smoke constantly while they're at the slot machines. So they, <laughs> so they have these amazing like in ground air filtration systems yeah. that constantly recycles and sucks all the air and sends it through wow. a, through a, a massive air handling. Like they're better. So it's, you're basically outside when you're inside of a casino. The large ones, yeah. And so mm-hmm. those those large scale ones are actually like hats off. Like you know they're 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 smirking the uh, state law a little bit just because yeah. they're, they're on reservation they can do their own thing. But at the end of the day, I I think they're they're well within their rights and they're they're limiting capacity. Yeah. And I don't I don't think they're any more problematic than anything else I've seen that's truly right. problematic. But yeah. but anyway, the, the small the small card rooms like all the you know you go yeah. the strip mall casinos yeah. that, that like everywhere from Everett to Lakewood and yeah. Yakima and mm-hmm. Ellensburg. So we've been putting pipe grids into those tents so they can hold security cameras over every one of the gambling tables. Yeah. And that, that's been our, our latest, uh, it, it's, it's the only source of income really. I mean, we're, right. we're doing installations. We're mm-hmm. doing, we're doing a lot of church sales. We're doing a lot of theater installs. We're, we're doing mm-hmm. a lot of back installation, but really like, you know, live events is dead. So yeah. I, I think the um, the the last live event I was at was uh, one of our our covert bat shows. Okay. Which which was our our we tried to reboot the drive-in, or we tried to boot the drive-in concert. I mean we right. we started in May, out of the back of this building. Yeah. And we there's there's pictures online. There's there's a podcast. There's a, there's all kinds of we're we're on. Um, yeah. Neil and I are on Geezers of Gear with uh, Marcel talking about it and. Uh, that was uh, that was probably the last show, I was at. Right. So we, we did those. We we tried to we tried to start that we tried to reboot <laughs> the industry, man. Yeah. I think we proved that that driving concerts are fun and people 
when when given the they're the, worth a shot right yeah I mean, exactly when, when given the alternative is to sit at home and like watch the live stream on your couch exactly from someone else's couch trying to pass the joint to my girlfriend and she's like i quit smoking weed a long time ago and i'm like man it's a pandemic it's <laughs> off <laughs> yeah that. I appreciate people doing live streams. I, I appreciate the artists keeping their fans engaged so that when live shows come back, yeah, they buy tickets and, and it's, you know, we'll be back to work. It's mm-hmm. the, you know, they, they, they keep the, the comment I keep hearing is, is, well, you're a creative industry. Why don't you innovate? Why don't you be creative? And I think that's what we did and, yeah. and not, not to get too political, but I, I think our, um, uh, our, our governor, governor Inslee has, I think he's done. You know, I voted for him, and I, yeah. I'm not going to suddenly vote for a hardcore right wing Trump supporting governor. Not, not again. Not to get too political. I'm I'm pretty much a raging liberal, and I think people probably know that if they know me. Mm-hmm. But they, um, I I think it, it. I think Inslee really screwed up in a yeah. lot of ways, and yeah. one of those was flat out putting a ban on live music first and live concert yeah. as opposed to like. And yes, there were some people who were doing concerts like they, they were doing rogue concerts and they were taking what we developed as a drive-in show based off of guidance that the state provided for drive-in religious services and drive-in movie theaters which are still legal we created a drive-in concert experience which mm-hmm. is absolutely no different except instead of a preacher you have a guy with a guitar yeah which at the end of the day half the churches have worship bands as well so like mm-hmm. really that's just a drive-in concert with a bible exactly and yeah the the state completely shut down live music and, and it was because there were some people in the state who were doing it wrong and mm-hmm. they were they were pushing um they were saying yeah you know you don't have to you don't have to follow you know that's dumb you don't have to wear a mask you can get out of yeah. your car it's cool yeah. just come on down to the stage and hang out and and that our our governor banned everything across the board as opposed to cracking down on the people who were doing it wrong yeah which the I think the analogy there is well when people drive too fast in their car and kill people, do we ban cars? Right. Or do we crack exactly. down on the people who are doing it wrong? Yeah, and exactly. It's, I understand there's a lot to deal with, and a mm-hmm. pandemic is, you know, obviously everyone's busy, but we, we went through a lot of work writing legislation. I mean, I, I, I personally redrafted the rules for the drive-in yeah. movie theater mm-hmm. to include language to cover the concert industry. And we were working with a couple of state legislatures, uh, or... Uh, yeah, there's there's been a lot of people on our side, and and even um, King County officials have said quietly, like off the record, yeah, we think you're right. We think you should be able to do this, and we don't see a problem with the way you guys are doing mm-hmm. things. We've had certain municipalities also say, look flat out, if you continue this, we're not going to stop you. Yeah. Like we're we're the certain municipalities have said we don't have a problem with this, and we think you guys are doing a great job of of doing it safely and at the end of the day we, we've kind of been told there's no like there's no jurisdiction yeah i mean there's no one who's going to show up and say we're the there's not a department of covid compliance mm-hmm. per se yeah. that, that legislates over or jurisdicts over our um our specific industry yeah so there's uh i don't know that that's that's a mess and it it's something yeah. where we uh so so to dig to dig deeper into that um you know, we, we, with doing the driving concerts in the back here, we had 20 cars and yeah. the point of doing it was to prove that it worked and people would have a good time. So we dragged all of our producer friends from live nation, AEG, STG, mm-hmm. like we dragged them all in and we're like, come down, check it out. Like 
you'll be really amazed. And, and people were. People were like, holy. Like, I think uh, <laughs> uh, our our comment from, from uh, Gloria Connors was, holy shit, this works. I, could, I totally I can this. sell this. And yeah. when, when you have a... Um, a woman, a woman who's uh, Gloria's age, who who sits through an entire fifty minute DJ set, yep, and stays for the whole thing and, mm-hmm. and enjoys it, yep. like that's that's saying something, and yeah, that that kind of bootstrapped uh, the Puyallup Fairground yep. into doing a con. They were they were online to do a a drive-in. They were trying it for one weekend to do a drive-in concert series, mm-hmm. and then their plan was to go forward and turn the Puyallup Fair into a month long drive-in concert series. Yeah, and what what went wrong was there were people who were doing it wrong and people were people were calling up the Puyallup Fair ticketing booth and going like, Man, you wanna tell me I can't get out of my fucking truck? You know what? I got a shotgun in my truck too. <laughs> and, and like, no, that's not a verbatim quote, but that's yeah. essentially like yeah. that's that's what was going on was was mm-hmm. Puyallup was working really closely with the state and with county officials and, and yeah. everyone was really on board with what was happening. And that that's when they started getting threats and people were like basically refusing to comply. Right. That's when the, the state said, well, we have to shut everything down. Which, you know, at, at, yeah. at a concert, well, you know, you have security staff, they prevent people, they prevent underage kids from drinking, they prevent mm-hmm. people from smoking weed in the pit, they prevent people yeah. from standing on their boyfriend's shoulders and taking their bras off, and none of those are really gonna kill you, necessarily, but that's what security does at a concert. Yeah, and that in in this case with COVID, security's job would be to tell you to stay in your damn car or leave. Yeah, and that's well, that that's something that I I think the I think the current governorship has done wrong, and we're the only state. We are the only state to ban driving concerts. California's wow. been doing driving concerts. Oregon's doing. It's not just like the crazy red states. It's not yeah. like Florida's doing a driving concert. It's <laughs> it's literally every other state in the country. Yeah. Is has not put a ban on live music the way we have. Yeah. And and I think that's uh I think that's really unfortunate. It is. And uh, I've got a good mind to go throw a driving concert in a parking lot in Olympia. Do it. Outside the Capitol there building. There you go. Right I'm there. <laughs> I'm there. <laughs> do you want to come? Yeah. I'm there. Uh, so do how has <laughs> do I like <laughs> I'll take anything at this point. Right. <laughs> you know? Uh so so how has the uh the pandemic affected you? Uh, well, I, I think we just covered that. <laughs> yeah. It, <laughs> right? Like, so I guess, I guess more, how has it affected your, you know, your staff? How, how is it like, um, you know? Yeah, that's, that's a great, that's a great, a great thing to go into. We, we, you know, when all this started, we, we looked around and we, my, I have a sister, my sister lives in Barcelona. Mm-hmm. And so she, she, they went into full lockdown. Like they were literally like, you get one hour a week where you can go to the store. And wow. if you're not going to the yeah. store, you're going to get a citation. And that they they did it hardcore. Yeah, they went into lockdown. They and actually, Spain is currently seeing a resurgence of mm-hmm. COVID nineteen right now. Where yeah. you you have Germany. Germany did really well, and Germany's back to. We actually have a friend who uh, flew over to Germany to take, and her her son is dual citizenship. Yeah, she's German originally, mm-hmm. um, and so she flew her her. Uh, 11-year-old son to Germany to live with their cousin yeah. to attend in-person school in Germany this year because wow. that's that's better than you know a lot of, I, I'm a parent and so you know we, we've mm-hmm. there's all kinds of other outside of the industry things with schooling yeah. and, and whatnot but uh, yeah. 
Yeah. When COVID first started, we we kind of looked around and we were like, man, this this is gonna be, you know, we're all gonna just wear masks for a little bit, and mm-hmm. this will be over in a couple months, and yeah. we'll figure it out because you know, the, like the the Ebola scare happened, and yeah. people were worried about Ebola, and you know, thanks to in part, I think really well, really dialed in national leadership on pandemics and stuff. I think we did a really good job with Ebola. We did a really yeah. job, uh, all the, the flus, like, you know, every every four or five years, three years, what is it now? I don't mm-hmm. know. There, it's like, the yeah. swine flu is coming from China. It's gonna kill you. And yeah. <laughs> there, there's always some big flu and, and it's never it, it's never turned into what this is. Yeah. And so I, I don't know, is this, yeah, it's called the coronavirus because it's the king of viruses. Yeah. Right. So is this really the the emperor of viruses, and we misnumbered it, or or is this, uh, or is it just poor leadership on everyone? I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I the rest of the world's having the same problems we are. Right. And for you know all the people who are like it's five G or it's them liberals done fake the hoax. Well, you know what? Like the entire world is having this problem. Exactly. It's not like the yeah. entire world was suddenly like, hey, let's get on the Democrat side in America because we care about their political <laughs> yeah. system. Like, no, they don't give a about our political system they're having issues with an actual virus that's not caused by a 5g tower that that's a thing that's happening in the rest of the world and right the uh, yeah our um anyway we yeah we thought maybe two months mm-hmm. we thought we thought three months and, and yeah. the initial reports from the big tech firms uh who kind of drive a lot of the the corporate production in town were we're going to cancel all of our in-person events until end of second quarter Right, which at the time was July, mm-hmm. and and as as time progressed, we we you know we we're, we're circling the wagons. We're like, okay, if we cut right. this and like if we dial back and we do that, and okay, we can survive until then. Like we'll, we'll make it. And and then the more time stretched on, the more it looked like it was going to go on and on. And and currently, um, Amazon and Microsoft uh, are, are saying they're not doing any live. Any no live in person events until at the bare minimum December of twenty, or, or um, January twenty twenty one. Wow! But now that might have been pushed forward even more. Yeah. And there's, there's people in the in the industry who have predicted that live live concerts and major festivals won't return until twenty twenty two. So that's a. Yeah, yeah. Is that your 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 prediction? We have a, a prediction from someone in the room, <laughs> who. Uh, is that I I don't I I don't know I, I think I think we can I I think we'll be back by 2021 at least in some yeah, I, I, fingers crossed fingers crossed so if you had a government official sitting in front of you right now that's in charge of of yeah which legislature one? No, in <laughs> just in ge- I'm just I'm just saying to be safe I'm going to say in general uh, okay. what, what would you like to say to them uh w- w- but which government I mean state. Federal. Okay. What level? If, if Jay Inslee was it was sitting in front, you know. I mean, I, I I'd say, hey Jay, I, I, thank you for trying to keep us safe. Thank you right. for thank you for doing a. I think for the most part, you've done a really good job, and I think you've just you're, you're over you're overwhelmed, and I think you should seriously take a look at some of the things that other countries and other states are doing in terms of drive-in and socially distanced concerts. Right. Because they're happening outdoors. Everyone says it's outdoors is safe. Here's pictures, here's demonstration, and I think you should seriously back up and take a look at your legislation and what you've done in canceling an entire industry. And you should focus on cracking down on people who are causing the problems because right now your competitor for governor, Lauren Culp, is out there throwing live walk-in, non-socially distanced country concerts as part of his campaign trail. Mm 
Yeah. I mean, that's his thing. Is his, his thing is open up now. Just take the mask off. Yeah. And and he's out there throwing literally country music concerts. Mm-hmm. And the shutting down our entire industry just means that you're going to have more people. It, it's kind of like the safe needle and safe drug use right. sites. Like more people mm-hmm. are going to do it illegally and more dangerously in other places. Yeah. And and that's that's something that I think he's lost sight of. Uh, and the same thing happened to it's not just our industry. The recently the pumpkin patches were all declared completely illegal. Wow. So. Yeah. You know, I, I really a lot of those farms, um, that's their entire annual income mm-hmm. is operating Absolutely. this fun pumpkin patch. Yeah. And no one's I, I'm not I'm certainly not saying that you should open up the hay rides and 50 year friends should pile on the wagon and go down to the, the corn maze. But a corn maze is outdoors and you can you can tell people to socially distance in a corn maze. It's not like they're exactly. all clumped together. Yeah, I grew up in a, Indiana. It's a I very giant much maze, know, right? Yeah. So that's again, that, did. that's another example where he's just he's just unilaterally shut down an entire sector of the economy, yeah. without giving them a chance to innovate. Uh, and there were a lot of there were some farms. Yes, there were some farms who were flat out like, "Fuck this! You can take your mask off. Come get a pumpkin." Right. But there were a lot of farms, like in Snohomish and uh, um, Grant County, who were going, "Hey, you know, we have to di- we have to play this safe. We're going to limit the number of people in the maze. We're going to limit the number of people on site. We're going to." You know, our parking staff is wearing PPE. Like yeah. they, they were trying to do it safe, and they were they were stocking up and preparing for that moment. And that that all got ripped out from under them. And now they're yeah. they're in the same boat we are. Yeah. And there are there are renegade raves happening right now in mm-hmm. Tacoma, um, up in Snohomish County, uh, Skycomish. And you know we, yeah, th- there's a bunch of a bunch of people who are doing it absolutely wrong. And I think if yeah. we if we were able to present an alternative that was safe then we would we would be in a better position because people are dying to get out of the house and do anything yeah and that doesn't mean they have to get out of the house and die for doing that thing mm-hmm. like they could they could get out of the house do something fun and not risk their health or the life of their loved ones or older loved ones right and so that's yeah that's what i would say to jay is uh hey man for the most part great job but i think you really fucked up on a couple things and you're really you're you're really pissing some people off. And uh, l- least we lose this state to a Trump supporter. I think you should reconsider some of your actions. That sounds good to me, man. Well, Joe, <laughs> not to drag I, you into politics. No, it's okay, man. I I asked. I asked. It's the it's the show <laughs> called Politics Show with <laughs> <That's> Chad right. <laughs> Allen. Well, thank you for being here. Yeah. I really appreciate your time. Absolutely. Thanks for coming in. Yeah. Thanks for yeah. thanks you for being here. Yeah. Hey, it's, and, it's uh, my pleasure. And uh, yeah, Joe Cole, R90 Lighting. Uh, hopefully, we'll get back to it soon. Uh, yeah, and thanks everybody for listening. This has been the pilot episode of Show Call. To help save live events and the crew that make them happen, Go to WeMakeEvents.org and tell your representatives how important live music is to you. That's WeMakeEvents.org. If you'd like to be on the show, contact us at guests at showcallpodcast.com. That's guests at showcallpodcast.com. If you have questions or would like to know more about what it takes to put on events, contact us at info at showcallpodcast.com. That's info at showcallpodcast.com. You can find us on Spotify, 
iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, and Google Play. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Don't forget to subscribe. New episodes are uploaded every Monday and Thursday. See you next week. WeMakeEvents.org is not affiliated with Show Call Podcast and is not responsible for the views expressed by the show.